Hey there, it's Olivia Allen Price, host of Bay Curious, the podcast. KQED Podcasts wants to thank listeners like you whose support makes this podcast possible. If you want to help us continue to make great content, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. And thanks. From KQED. If you're in need of an escape right now, someplace to go to feel like you've been transported far, far away, you might follow this week's question asker to the Palace of Fine Arts in San Francisco. It's probably one of the most beautiful places here in the Bay Area. So my name is Mishi Nova, and I live in San Francisco. I've been a resident for about 15 years now. The palace is for the romantics among us. It's an art installation left over from the 1915 Panama Pacific International Exhibition, one of the world's fairs that was held here. It was designed by Bernard Maybeck to look like a decaying ruin in ancient Rome. There's this huge rotunda with colonnades on each side and a serene lagoon that sits out front. The overall effect is striking, so it's no wonder Mishi loves to come here. I'll like go on a run and do my meditations and draw a little bit or read. I did all four today, so I'm doing pretty well. Lately, she can't help but notice the birds that hang out around the lagoon, specifically the two swans. And they're just really elegant and beautiful from a distance. And up close, they're kind of quirky and they, they have a little comedy to them. She wrote in to be curious. My question was about the swans and how they survive the night without getting eaten by coyotes. I'm Olivia Allen-Price. Today on Bay Curious, we've got a date with the swans to get Mishi some answers. Stick around. Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. Heading out to answer Mishi's question about how the swans are protected from coyotes is reporter Asal Asanapur. I visit the Palace of Fine Arts at dusk on a misty gray weeknight. Foghorns are droning on in the background, 
but you can still hear the birds. Is that a heron? The swans though, they were hard to find. I had to circle around the entire lagoon before I finally saw them. We're looking for the swans. <gasps> the swans! Oh yes. And they're just hanging out out in the open like this. There is one person who doesn't have any problem finding the swans. Her name is Gail Haggerty, and she is the swan lady. I can tell who they are across the water. And people say to me, well, how can you tell? And I said, well, because I've been taking care of them for so long. For 25 years, Gail has visited the swans daily and managed their diet mostly lettuce and a swan feed. For dessert, they get Cheez-Its, which they love. They just go berserk for those. The Palace of Fine Arts has two mute swans, Blanche and Blue Boy. They're called mute swans because they don't make as many vocalizations as other types of swans. Blanche is very sweet and very forgiving. If I have to handle her, she will forgive me right away. Blue Boy is, he's the man of the lagoon. He doesn't like geese on there. He doesn't like me. He's a very large swan and uh, he's always on a patrol. He's always like, who are you? Who let you in? But difficult personalities aside, these swans are graceful, majestic. When I see them on the water, it makes something in my soul feel whole. And it's always been that way. Swans have lived at the Palace of Fine Arts since it first opened during the 1915 Panama Pacific International Exhibition. But one thing not in the design was an area to fence them off at night. According to Gail, the swans sleep out in the open. They are not put in any compound or any protective area in the evening. But where they go is they go into the gardener's nursery area, which is fenced off. And they access that from the water. To answer Mishi's question, coyotes haven't been a problem for adult swans. The swans are so big and so fast. Even on land, they're fast. I know because I had to run from him especially, but... We've had swans for a long time. It's never been an issue for the adults. But in the past, it has been an issue for the babies, which are usually cared for on the lawn, not in the gardener's nursery. Gail says a few years ago, the coyotes got to them, ate them right there on site. But due to some health issues, Gail says Blanche won't be having any more babies. So hopefully, coyotes won't be an issue. <coughs> Now, besides swans, there are a lot of different birds at the Palace of Fine Arts. Of course, there's seagulls. We've got some horned owls in there, and I won't see them normally. You might hear them. And since this lagoon is the closest freshwater habitat to the San Francisco Bay, it attracts all kinds of birds migrating the Pacific Flyway, from Alaska to Patagonia. We've got egrets. They've got herons. We have one night heron named Morty. I always carry a can of tuna for him. And one very memorable Muscovy duck. And he kind of thought he was a swan. Which makes sense, because when you can glide like a swan in a place like the Palace of Fine Arts and eat the occasional Cheez-It, 
Who wouldn't want to be like Blanche and Blue Boy? That was reporter Asala Sonapur. Big thanks to Mishi Nova, who asked today's question. Aside from a trip to the Palace of Fine Arts, there are other things that you can do to keep boredom at bay these days. Like download and print our free Curious Activity Book. It has a crossword puzzle, a scavenger hunt you can do in your neighborhood, a step-by-step guide to drawing the Golden Gate Bridge, and loads more. Get yours at kqed.org slash activitybook. Today's show was produced by Katrina Schwartz, Rob Spate, and me, Olivia Allen-Price. And we couldn't do what we do without the support of KQED's podcasting team, Jessica Placek, Kiana Mogadam, and Erica Aguilar. Bay Curious is made in San Francisco at member-supported KQED. I'm Olivia Allen-Price. Have a good one, y'all. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's Trivia Game? Every month, we read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org slash baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a cool prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow-fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck! Hi there, I'm Randal Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. 